welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. So, all about planning this week. Yeah, because planning your podcast is absolutely vital if you want it to succeed, which I'm guessing you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. So, of course, talking about success, you've got to understand what success looks like for your podcast before you can understand how you're going to get it to succeed. Now, I covered that in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to just go catch up with that and then come back to us today. Of course, every time I talk about planning, yes, I am going to talk about my podcast planning toolkit. But that's because the toolkit is how I plan my podcast. So this episode was planned using my toolkit. The toolkit is really my place to just get down all my thoughts, the processes that I use to make sure nothing is missed out and just make sure everything is in one place for planning processes and just notes, everything. It's just I find it really useful and so far the people that have bought it are also finding it really useful. It's a tool really to understand your podcast and plan your episodes so you can get the very best from your podcast which is what we want. It's not just you know a pdf that you download and forget about, you also get a masterclass from me. Yep you get to see my beautiful face that was very much made for radio and podcasts but don't worry don't, it's not going to put you off your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, because I put makeup on for you. Now, we are talking next level effort for me to put makeup on, okay? <laughs> so the podcast toolkit, podcast planning toolkit, given its full and proper title, it's £39 and you can find it on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk slash podcast planning toolkit. You need a hyphen in between all of those words. So hyphen podcast, hyphen planning, hyphen toolkit. Of course, it'll be in the show notes or just go to charlotte-foster.co.uk and you'll find it under working with Charlotte tab. So my planning method, nah, 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 we're not planning, you know, to take over the world, but we are planning to do some really good podcasts. So there's a lot to get done before you start talking into a microphone. In fact, I'll be honest, there's a whole load of groundwork that I want you to do before you go diving in and recording your podcast. Don't don't, 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 please don't. There you go, I've said please, I'm asking you very nicely. Don't skip this bit. The groundwork is so important. You wouldn't build a house without decent foundations. I mean, what would Kevin from Grand Design say about that? Yes, I've been watching more telly this week. We're in the lockdown. I can't go anywhere or do anything else, can I? So if you're not going to build a house or some beautiful structure, 
that's what you can call some of those pe- uh, houses on grand designs structures if you're not going to do that without a decent foundation you really shouldn't do your podcast without a solid foundation either i i, I think we're going to have an analogy going throughout this episode what do you reckon the effort you put in now getting those foundations sorted getting them rock solid is going to be so so rewarded in the future i promise you not only will you have a rock solid great podcast that everyone wants to listen to everyone you want to listen to wants to listen to that's the even more key bit but actually it'll become easier for you to do your podcast because your foundations are bam what rock solid bam rock solid could be my new phrase it won't be my new phrase So building your foundations. How do we build the foundations? Last week, I told you five questions that you need to ask yourself and answer. There's no point just asking them and doing nothing from it before you start your podcast. Obviously, I go into those questions quite a lot in that episode, why they're important and what you need to do with them. So rather than go through all that again, I'm just going to sum up what those questions are. Why you are doing a podcast? Who is your podcast for? What does success look like for you? How much time do you have to commit to your podcast? And how much money do you have to commit to your podcast? Don't worry about those last two because we answered those last week and we know what we're doing with those. The first three and their answers are the ones you need to bring into your foundation stages of planning. That's your why, your who and your definition of success for your podcast. These are all very personal questions. Okay, they're not personal in the sense of, you know, bit when you go to the doctors. I don't know why I said that. I'm so sorry. But personal as in only you can answer them honestly. Only your answers are right for you. So someone might say something completely different to what you would say, but they're both valid answers as long as they are true answers to the person who is answering the question. So I work with people who use podcasts as an in to reach people that they want to connect with. I work with clients who use their podcast solely to build their email list. And equally, I work with clients who just want to spread their message. They're either a charity or they're a really big campaigner. As long as you understand why you are doing your podcast and who the podcast is talking to you, you'll be right on that road to success. Now, we're not moving away from the foundation stage just yet because there's a few other things you can do before you go anywhere near picking up that microphone. Have a think about the format of your podcast. So what do I mean when I say format of your podcast? Well, what I'm trying to say is, what's it going to sound like Will it just be you talking on the podcast? Will you have a co-host? It could be someone you collaborate with quite a lot in business. It could be a business partner. It could be a random off the street. I mean, it's not what I would do, but it could be what you would do. Are you going to have guests? They bring all kinds of different things into it. We talk about this quite a lot. I'm not going to go into those details yet, but will you have guests on the show? And while you're thinking about all of that, I want you to think, about why you've made that decision. Why are you doing it for, you know, if it's just going to be you? Why will you have a co-host? Why will you have guests? What are those thoughts? What are you going to do to add value? Or what will that version add value? How will it add value? The answer, of course, depends on your why, your who, and your success definition. And then finally, Finally, we're at the building foundation stage. 
I want you to be thinking about your publishing schedule. How often do you want to be publishing your podcast episodes? Are you going to be doing it in series or seasons, if you must call them seasons? Or will it be ongoing with no breaks? And if you're going to do ongoing with no breaks, how will you deal with holidays? I know holidays sounds like a very strange word right now, but you will have breaks from doing your podcast. You'll have some days off, some weeks off. You know, we might even go abroad one day. Fingers crossed. How will you deal with that? Will you get them all done in advance? I want you to get that thought in your head straight away. And if you are doing a series, how are you going to release that series? Are you still going to do it week by week in like a traditional TV show, let's say? Or are you going to go Netflix on me and just send everything out to a big kind of drop, send everything out at the same time so that people can binge it all in one go? Because let's be honest, I love a Netflix binge. I really do. It's, it's keeping me sane. I might talk about what I've been listening to on ne- listening to, watching on Netflix in the next few weeks. You never know. So this has been done a few times. Quite a few people do it. I think the most interesting one, the one that made kind of a big impact was S-Town. So S-Town is made by the same people who make Serial and This American Life. And they just dropped the whole series in one go. Boom. It's an interesting way of doing it. And I think people's listening habits, because we all love to binge. And I'm going to be talking about how we all love to binge a bit later on and how that affects the way that you do your, your planning. So I think that's quite an interesting way of doing it. So here you go. Your building foundations, your podcast foundations are built. I think I'm going to end the building analogy here, I'm afraid. Short but sweet, um, because I don't know the process of building any more than you just want a foundation, some walls and a roof and windows, I think. I'll stick to the podcast stuff and we'll let the builder people, architects, structural engineers, all of those carry on with what they rightly do better than I do. (laughs) Phew, no more analogy. So we've built our foundations and then what I want to do from there using those foundations is I want you to create a podcast brief. This might feel like an unnecessary step, but after doing all that hard work in the foundation stage, it makes sense to just pull it all together in a document and have it to hand. I constantly refer back to my podcast brief to make sure I'm on track with my podcast planning and when I do my 90-day reviews of my podcasts. And also, if I was asking guests to come on or if I wanted sponsorship in the future, it's a really good kind of base document to make a media kit out of. And I'll explain a little bit more as we'll come through, as we go through what the the podcast brief has in it, you'll kind of understand why that's important or why it's useful to do that. Now, the important thing to know is you do not have to publish your podcast brief anywhere But like I say, it's good to just kind of have to hand. I have mine in a folder just ready to go whenever I need to just refer to it. I recommend your podcast brief covers these following areas. And as I go through them, I'll explain and maybe give you my answers while I'm talking about it. Um, Because it might be easier for you to understand when you hear what it sounds like, if that makes sense. Um, None of the answers need to be an essay. Honestly, I'm talking two, three sentences more than enough in most cases. So I begin a podcast brief with the mission statement. So this is the podcast mission statement. In a couple of sentences, you sum up what your podcast is about and how it does what it say it's going to do. Think of it like an executive summary. So my mission statement for this podcast is, I don't know, 
I need to make it. I want a little fanfare. So let's see if I put a fanfare on in post-production. I won't. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast about podcasting. It offers guidance, advice and resources to help people start and keep on podcasting. It is a friendly lesson. Easy as that. That's all it needs to be. You don't need to worry too much about any of these because you're taking the work you've done in those foundation stages and putting it into just like a slightly shorter, easy access document. Then I have a section all about the host or hosts. And I love this bit because I get to talk about myself in the third person. (laughs) Something really funny about that for me. I don't know why. It just is. So you explain who is hosting the podcast. Do it in a bit like the introduction you give to people at networking meetings. You just talk about who you are and kind of like what you're bringing, what you bring to the podcast party. Not a house party. You're going to get fined £800 if you have a house party. Format. Are you doing solo monologues like I do? Roundtable discussions, news style documentary, interviews, co-hosts. How is your podcast going to sound to the listener? Uh, is your podcast ongoing or is it a series? So for this one, I say something along the lines of um, it's an ongoing podcast published every week. In the vast majority, it is Charlotte talking on her own with occasional guests where they bring added extra value. Boom. Easy as that. That's all you need to know. Then we look at who is your listener. So it's just again, it's just really useful to have that there ready for you to go remember that's who I'm talking to so that's why I need to be talking about this it's it's really just this one sheet kind of helper really so for me this podcast turn up the volume on your voice my listener is business owners and entrepreneurs who want to use podcasting to boost their visibility their brand and sales but don't quite know how to do it and then last but absolutely oh no it's not last there's another question not last and definitely not least It's only my fucking podcast brief that I'm explaining to you and I can't even figure out where it starts and where it finishes. What problem are you solving for the listener? So what are you, what are you solving? What problem are you solving? Why are you doing this podcast? What's it for when it comes to the listener? This isn't like every episode. What are you doing? what, What problem does this episode solve? It's the general overarching reason for doing the podcast. So for this podcast, the problem I'm solving is getting business owners and entrepreneurs podcasting by giving advice, tips and removing barriers. That's it. It's just that general overarching theme, not the nitty gritty. That makes sense. And then last but not least, definitely last but not least this time, how long will the podcast be? Now, my answer to this question, I'm I'm pretty sure you'll be saying this if you're a long term listener or maybe even if you're not, you've just heard me say it all the time anyway, because it's my favourite answer to any question when it comes to podcasting. How long will the podcast be? As long as it is interesting. In all seriousness, if you've got a podcast, don't worry about how long it is. Worry about how interesting it is. Are you engaging? Are you hearing what people are saying and working with that? Are you boring? Are you waffling? Don't be afraid to cut out boring waffle. Don't be afraid to keep a really interesting conversation going. Now, having said all of that, it's good to know roughly how long you want your podcast to be 
because that kind of as well keeps you away from letting the waffle happen. So for me, I usually say the length of this podcast is as long as it is interesting, but if Charlotte is on her own, it's generally around 20 minutes, otherwise she waffles. I know, right? When there are guests, it's usually between sort of half an hour and 60 minutes, depending on quality of the guest, time constraints of the guest, and whether they develop, uh, delivering value. Easy as that. So it's just an idea, just a mindful, mindful moment of what, how long is the podcast going to be. So that's your podcast brief. You don't have to use it to give it out to people. I keep saying that. It can just be your little go-to sheet of, oh, what am I doing? Think of it almost like your brand guidelines when it comes to your podcast. That's maybe a better word, thing of calling it. No, I'm going to stick to podcast brief because that's what I call it. And I think it works out that well. So now we've got our foundations. We've done our podcast brief. You now need to work out your themes. So I'm guessing you're probably pretty excited. You're going to be getting going with your podcast planning. Yes, you've got your foundations. You've grown those foundations into your podcast brief. Maybe that could be the walls. You know, you're growing your foundations into walls, maybe. We're going to bring back the building analogy. Boom. You need to now figure out your big themes, your big topics. Shall we call them rooms? I'm going to call them rooms. Let's get this building analogy going. <laughs> I make no apologies. So you now kind of be thinking, I've talked about telly a lot, and that's not because I was going to bring you to this point, but actually talking about telly is really quite useful because I want you to think of your podcast in the same way as TV producers think of a TV series. Or maybe authors think of book series, think about uh, Harry Potter, the, the series there. Think about your podcast in the way filmmakers think of film franchises or bands and performers think of songwriting, right? Think of that. Stick with me on this because think about it. You pick up a book, you listen to an album, watch a programme on the telly or even when you're listening to the radio, everything is coming to you in an order and that order is pretty much decided. So you're hearing and seeing things in a certain way to take you on a journey. And that's what you need to do with your podcast. Let's take The Crown, for example, right? We've had four seasons, series, of The Crown so far. And ultimately, it simply can be described as the story of Elizabeth II told through her role as the Queen. That's what it is. If you, you know what you're getting, right? But each series, season, tells a different part of that big story, Queen Elizabeth's life. But each season has its own theme or story arc running through it too. So in season one, focus was on Queen Elizabeth becoming the Queen, but we heard that through Princess Margaret's relationship with Peter Townsend. Series two, it's told through the story of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip's marriage. Season three, it's all that changing world and where does the royal family fit into this changing world, this old school royal family, new kind of dawn world, post-war world and all that. Where do they fit in? And then series four, the most recent series, the one that's probably caused a few feathers to be ruffled, is all about Prince Charles and Diana's relationship and then marriage. So each of those seasons is 10 episodes long. And even though they're telling the story of what they're telling, 
each of those episodes has a story and a theme to tell within it. Stick with me. You've got that big overarching story arc that goes from ser- that continues from series one to the end of series two and will continue for the next couple of series as well until they finish it. Then you've got each kind of sub theme on the season themes and then you've got each episode story as well. You with me still? Right. I'm now going to tell you how this works for your podcast because I appreciate you probably there going, that's Netflix, Charlotte. I don't get why I need to worry about it. Your big overarching story arc is your mission statement. So that's your one or two sentence sum up of your podcast. So if the Queen was a podcast in its mission statement, its mission statement would be to tell the story of Queen Elizabeth, right? Figure it back to you. We've nailed this bit, right? Because we've done that in our podcast brief. So what we need to nail now is our next level story arc, our themes. So again, you might be sitting there going, but Charlotte, right? I'm not doing, I'm not doing a series or season. I'm going to keep on going. I'm, I'm ongoing. I'm hardcore. I'm going to be there every week. At this point, I'm going to explain that whilst the crown, yes, is in seasons, we get a year or two years or however long it is in between seasons. It also works for ongoing dramas, soaps, whatever you want to call them. They will have short and medium and long-term story arcs that they are working on. Now, usually these climax with kind of peak points around Christmas or anniversaries when they really want those big numbers. But they will have an overarching big story and then they'll have kind of themes at different points in the year. So to come up with your themes, I want you to spend 10 minutes, write down all the thoughts, all the topics, all the questions you get asked. In fact, any and every little thing to do with what you want to talk about on your podcast. So every little thing that you want to talk about on your podcast. What I tend to do with this is I will write them all on separate post-it notes or bits of paper and you'll know why in a minute. So every little bit of paper has just one thing on it. So go do that now, 10 minutes or so. Once you've got those down on paper, I want you to then start grouping them together in themes. See, this is why I ask you to do it on post-it notes or bits of paper. It's nice to just move them around rather than get a pen and circle and circle in different colours and just plonk them all down. You might have noticed, in fact, that my theme for the past few, and indeed the next few weeks, is starting a podcast. That's what you're going to be hearing about. Your themes will be down to what you cover. But you will notice that naturally questions, thoughts, topics, ideas, all kind of belong under certain umbrellas. And then once you've grouped your thoughts under certain umbrellas, so is this going to be under the starting the podcast umbrella or is this going to be under the ongoing umbrella? Yeah. Once you've got them grouped under their umbrellas or in their rooms, yes, we haven't forgotten about our podcast house, podcast castle podcast castle. I like the idea of a castle, Queen Charlotte. You want to then arrange them into an order that makes sense, that flows from beginning to end. Yes, I think our our episodes could be pieces of furniture. Arrange them so they look beautiful. So under each theme, you're going to have the the smaller topic next, or the question that you get asked that you're going to answer. And make sure that question one, or topic one, flows into question two, to three, to four, to five, however long they're going to be. You want your episodes to be like chapters in a book, songs on a really good album, you know, a concept album, let's say, from the 70s that you have to listen to in order. You couldn't put on shuffle these days. You want to keep people's ears on your content for as long as possible. You want them to binge like a good old box set on Netflix. 
Because that way you'll build your audience, you'll share your knowledge and you'll build your reputation. And then all the other things that you want to happen from your podcast as well. By creating episodes that flow from one to the next, have an overarching theme that make sense, that keep people engaged, you're going to get your audience to stay with you or indeed come back next week, whether that's in a series sense so that you're going to drop it on a weekly way or an ongoing sense so you're going to keep on doing it or they're going to binge and you're going to, and they're going to love you. That's all you want. Binge and love. So now we know how to do our themes. We've got our overarching. We've got our foundations. We're ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to go. Your podcast castle is built. Your furniture's in place. Job done. No, sorry, not yet. Kevin McLeod's come to tell you that you're autocrat. No, not really. You've now got to plan those episodes because as much as that furniture looks quite nice, you're not going to be bashing into it as you walk through that big room. You actually need that furniture to be comfy and indeed functional. Right, I'm stopping it now. There's no more analogy. I really am stopping it now. To make sure you get the best from your audience from every episode, you need to understand what you want from every episode. So to do this, I want you to have an episode objective written down and in place for each of your episodes. I want you to have a call to action for each episode and to know, write it down, know the key takeaway that your audience should have for each episode. Each episode might be very similar or each episode could be quite different for the answers. Don't worry about that. If you're writing the same thing down all the time, don't worry about it. Just make sure you know what you want from each episode when you're planning it. Doing this keeps you on focus. You should be referring back to your mission statement uh, and your current series themes. Does that episode serve your series theme? Does it serve your mission statement? Yes? Brilliant. Crack on. Get that episode recorded, edited out there. However you're going to work it. It doesn't quite do it. Then you need to tweak it, change it or maybe throw it away altogether. And yes, I am that harsh. I've hired a skip this week, so there's lots of stuff in my real house that's gone. So quite frankly, if I can throw out stuff in the house, I can throw out podcast episodes. And then we've got it. We've done it. Fabulous, right? Episodes recorded, episodes out there. We are chugging along nicely. Does our planning stop? No, it doesn't. Plans are great. I love plans, but... I can't talk about plans without plans changing. And I don't want you to be blindly following a plan without checking in on the plan. I've got all of my podcast episodes planned out until the end of March. But given just how much has happened in January alone this year, it's been a long year this month, right? I am prepared for lots of these not to work out the way I think they will or the way I want them to, really, because I don't really want to be changing them because I don't want anything bad to be happening or good. Maybe I will have something good, but I don't want anything to be bad to be happening. That means I have to change them. And it's certainly one of my biggest lessons from last year about being more adaptable. I think most of us have gone through that. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of February, so in a week or two, I will grab my planner And I will just make sure that the tone and messaging of my podcasts that I've got planned is still right. I'll do that at the beginning of March too. Now, last year at the beginning of lockdown, having had all my lovely plans there, um, lockdown happened. Oh dear. So I did a week of special episodes about podcasting in a pandemic. 
And I certainly didn't have those in my plans about this time last year. So it's about understanding what is going on and the tone of your podcast. And do you need to react to something that's happening? It doesn't have to be a global pandemic, though, that changes your plans. It could be feedback from listeners. It could be something a client says to you. Maybe they ask you a really good question. You're like, oh, heck, I need to answer that question. But I'm going to answer it on my podcast instead and get more people to hear it. Or it could be a new trend that you want to address or discuss. It could be anything and it could just be, can this fit in now or should I leave it later? Just just make sure you've got the right kind of thoughts going. I also enjoy a 90 day review, 90 days, three months, a quarter, whatever you want to call it. It's a decent amount of time to assess how something's going. So every 90 days, I will. I'll just have a look through my analytics get a look at the responses I've had from listeners, the response I've had from social media. And I'll also go and listen back to a couple of episodes. Ugh, I still don't enjoy it. Either episodes that I've selected quite randomly, literally just sticking my finger on one. Or if I get a reaction that I'm not expecting to an episode, I'll listen back to that episode and try and figure out what I did differently, if I did do something differently, or what it was that maybe struck with people. I also look at my mission statement as well and I look and see does it need changing or adapting sometimes it does my podcast brief is not the same as it was last year and as you grow and develop as a podcaster and as a business or whatever else you're doing your podcast for you should be growing and adapting your mission statement because things will change we don't stand still which is good so there we go that is my guide to planning and it's a lot of pre-work, I understand. And you might be thinking, I just want to get on and do it. But by having that structure, by having those foundations, understanding what it is we're doing and why we're doing it, then getting it down into like a nice 1A4 sheet to just get your focus. Focus is good. And then understanding your big themes, your smaller theme, your, your kind of season series themes, even if you're doing ongoing, and then understanding that your next thing down is your, your episodes and you want to make it kind of like a mini series, each book, each book, each, each sort of theme of episodes, and just get it kind of making flowing sense. So episode one goes to episode two, to episode three, to episode four, have it making sense. And then reviewing that sense and understanding what your episodes are about. It just gets you in a routine, gets you in a habit, and it just makes your podcast sound really good. That's my guide to planning your podcast. I'd love to know how you plan yours, if you plan yours, or if you're going to have a go using my way of of doing things. And don't forget, if you want a bit of extra help planning your podcast, my podcast planning toolkit is out there for you on the website. Um, You can go to my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. And also, I'm on Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. A social media app all about talking. Of course I'm going to be involved in it. It's on, So I'm doing a weekly room on Clubhouse now on Wednesdays at 6pm, chatting all things around this week's podcast episode. So come follow me on Clubhouse, come hang out with me and you can ask all the questions you want about this week's episode or about anything else that you want to talk about podcast related. You can find me, I am Charlotte Foster, so at Charlotte Foster, that's who I am. And it's just my beautiful face. It's not my beautiful face. It's my face. It's my profile picture. So yeah, come hang out on Clubhouse. It'd be good to, good to hear you. I'm also still on LinkedIn, Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. I am on Instagram at Charlotte Foster Podcasts, Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcasts, and Twitter. 
Twitter still exists. I'm going to be doing a few bits on there in a not too distant future. It is at CF Podcasts. I feel like I've missed a social media trick out, but I don't think I have. So I'm going to finish it there. Look after yourself and I will see you very soon. Mm-hmm.